0: Hello, brothers and sisters, and everything in between. This is Bros, Bibles, and Beer, episode 28, Death and Rebirth in Marriage, part one. This episode, we're joined by the wives, Tanya and Lisa, and Jeff and Tanya share the journey that they have been on, the incredible drama that they've been through in their marriage, and in some ways, they continue to go through. I am confident that no matter your relationship status, there's something for you to grab onto. And to learn from. It is an amazing conversation, and I had to break it up into two parts because of the length. So, this is part one. We'll have part two next week. Real quick before we get started, we got some great feedback on the website in regards to a couple episodes ago Missions Missing the Mark, episode 26. This is from first time call, long time listener. Uh, love John's perspective and wisdom on the topic of missions trips very thought-provoking. The Tom Shoe example really hit home and will change the way we participate in mission support. I really appreciate the feedback, uh, Mr. Longtime. We love feedback of any shape, size, or sort. Please remember to rate us and review us on iTunes. That is how this podcast is growing and will continue to grow. Thank you so much. And now,
1: let's get to it. With us, or and just
0: if you sidestep some of the dirt, I'm gonna punch you in the throat. <laughs> I'll, I'll hit your wife, too. <laughs> okay, <laughs> watch out because I okay, hear that.
2: I'm sorry,
1: what? You would know that. Or no, you, is it clinched? <laughs> what? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it, it,
4: I feel I feel um, like I'm
1: forced to answer or somehow keep up the conversation, but it's totally inappropriate. So well you and I, you keep touching yourself. Well, <laughs> well not not
0: trying <laughs> to figure <laughs> out <laughs> ever if last is, yeah. night. Yeah, yeah Clint, the, guy, last the, night, the guy, the warm-up guy, guy
2: for Gaffigan.
1: Gaffigan was amazing.
0: <laughs> oh you get you guys went to Gaffigan.
2: We did.
1: How was that? It was Hilarious! It was really good. Everything that, I mean, all the expectations were met and then some because the warm-up guy was just, do you agree, yeah, was, was really just funny. as funny as Gaffigan. The it was classical pretty. Classical music. Oh my <laughs> gosh. It was so good. Do
3: you remember his name? What's his name? Uh,
1: Alex- Alexandro. Th- Alex- Alejandro or A- no, something. No, I think it was Alexandro was, was the last was name. I that. Oh, yeah.
2: No, that was his first name, wasn't it? I thought
1: it was something Alexandro. I don't know. And he looked like yeah. an Alexandro. I think it was Larry. Larry. Definitely Alexander. wasn't Larry. Like the cable guy. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Lawrence Alexandro.
2: <laughs> no, he was funny.
1: He was a great I mean, for the first 15 minutes before Gaffigan, you're like, somebody else is coming out. I want Gaffigan. And then you're three seconds in, you're like, well, this guy's hilarious. This is worth it. Nice. It's, it's going to be an awesome night. And it was.
0: Yeah. Did you guys get drinks?
2: Before we went to the yes. deck.
1: Yes. I went to the deck. Laguna. The-
0: D-E-C-K.
2: Yeah. Okay. The deck in Laguna. Not dick.
0: Dick.
3: <laughs> By the way, that <laughs> that joke that Dave said on the last podcast, Wait. what did he say? This deck's for you? That was hilarious. Yeah. I was cracking and up. And
1: that, that. Was, that was his one regret. <laughs> I thought that was yeah. a catchy phrase. Yeah. Cause he does he decks. Has a, yeah. <laughs> and Dave you know, does decks. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we had... The uh, layover joke. A nice little uh, hummus and pita bread. Oh, yeah. With Kelly some, Slater. I had the some sculpins. Looked like
2: Kelly Slater. Oh.
1: Tanya was staring at the bartender. No, it's good. Looking. So that the gave you next permission. To us,
2: no, I was staring at the bartender and saying, "I smell Zach."
1: <laughs> yes. Wait, you smell? <laughs> you smell me? Say, say that again. She smells the sculpin and no, she I says, was, "Oh, this reminds me of oh, Zach." Me of the way it said it. And then just Justin. I'm smell You know, just smelling it, it reminds <laughs> me of. You know, I'm really thinking of it. Stop. I'm like, not. all right, I think we need to pray right
4: now.
2: No, it was just, I said, when you smell things, you know, I'm like, oh, this reminds me of Zach.
4: Have you, have you smelled a bunch of beer before or was this kind of the first beer you've ever really smelled? No, I've smelled a
2: bunch of beer before. Okay. I just mm.
4: smell beer and you're like, oh, that smells, smells like Zach.
0: Well, I'm honored. I could be with you guys
2: just in <laughs> some <you>
0: <laughs> shape or fashion.
1: <laughs> By the way, or was it? Was it our son? Oh, no. Was it Christian? Oh, it was Christian tonight. At dinner, dinner tonight. <laughs> you, for some reason, remind him of Will Ferrell.
2: He said you do. He's oh, really. oh, like, you really? know who Zach looks like? And then I forgot what he was. I don't know. It was funny. We're like, really? Yeah, from okay. Elf. <laughs> <laughs> I've, yeah,
0: I'm, I'm tall, I guess. Yep.
1: Tall with curly hair. I think that was it.
0: Am I jovial? (laughs) Santa. doesn't sound like him, but he does have a higher voice sometimes.
1: Well, he's used to seeing horse jockeys in the house. We're all so small. (laughs) Horse jockeys. Hey, guys. I'll never forget. Team Pearson, let's go to Costco and get some
3: samples.
1: (laughs) You guys remember to to jump up and grab them.
3: Team Pearson. Anya, grab the
0: steps tool. We'll need it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! That's awesome. Uh, I had a, an old teacher friend of mine from years back when I, when we started having children. We are I don't know. We were just sitting around talking about the kids. He's like six foot six. His wife's like six feet, and all of his kids are going to be giants. And. He's like, well, Jeff, you should just get a whip for all your kids because they're all going to be horse jockeys. <laughs> Where you going? I'm like, that's so mean. I had
2: Christian and Kendall at the time. But they always say Christian. The
1: writing was people. on the wall. I mean, Christian was like two feet tall at eight. <laughs> no, it's Aww. good. That's how I was. Would, well, we
2: just had a sixth grade orientation a couple of days ago, and half of the kids were his size, so I was so happy. I'm like, oh, he's not the only one.
1: And they're like, "Oh, our third grade campus, just stop by." Stop.
2: No, they were. They were most of the kids he knew from school, and he was the same height as at least eight of them. The rest were taller.
1: We've got a class of four hundred. <laughs> you, you eight. You just at least he's over. not
2: the only one. That's what I was imploring. But you're gonna, you're gonna
4: mm-hmm. teach him though that it's okay. It is okay, no matter what. He Jeff looks
2: was like. short. All he said. All. No,
1: those baseball. those words are never coming out of my mouth. <laughs> it's okay, Tracy
2: Redarmel said it well. She goes, "At Wait, least he's cute." You just so. said
1: Jeff was short.
2: Well, (laughs) he said he was the shortest through high school. Now he's average, right?
1: I don't think I'm... I think I'm a little below average.
0: You're taller than Tom Cruise, though.
1: How tall is Tom Cruise? And how do you know?
0: Uh, Well, we were just talking. Uh, I like to call him Thomas after the train. I say, (laughs) say, choo-choo, and he says, stop it, Zach. I don't know why I gave him a lisp. This is uncomfortable.
2: (laughs) Uh, I think Tom Cruise is
0: like 5'5". Five, six. You're five,
1: eight. Nine. I grew, I grew about five years ago. It's weird.
2: It must've been my magical powers. Whoa. That's
1: right. Jesus gave me an extra vertebrae when I accepted Christ.
2: Extra vertebrae. Wait, that
0: sounds like a euphemism. (laughs)
1: We don't have to go there.
0: Magical powers. Is this like twice a week?
1: Wait, what are are we, are we still talking about Thomas the train? She brought it up. How
4: tall (laughs) are you? I'm blank. Scott. Yeah, see, all this talk about being short at 5'9 is kind of
1: making me a little nervous because... Uh, You're taller than I am. Barely.
2: I'm 5'9 and I half.
4: might be 5'10
1: Okay, I think that is the average. The, I think that is the average of an American male is 5'10.
2: Oh, okay. So am I a midget? What's the average of a woman? <laughs> I feel I like I'm a midget. It's, <laughs> it's like 5'4, five 5'5. Five five. Well, first of all, we don't
0: use midget right. anymore, Tanya. Good person? Little person.
2: Little person. yeah. yeah. I so, like midget. I like
1: that.
0: I'm pretty sure... Th- <laughs> I'm going to leave that in. That's Jeff Pearson <laughs> at blah, 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 dot AOL backslash <laughs> dot Netscape dot poop. Netscape. Netscape. <laughs> Whoa,
1: 1997.
0: So you're short, Jeff. Okay, shorter. Okay, you... Continue. Your voice is 6'4", <laughs> but <laughs> That's you're 5'9". That's how I got my wife. I'm 6'4". Yep. But my voice is five nine. Let's how hear about vo- that? Let's hear your voice again. That's hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was Team Pearson going on their Costco trip. We
2: want apples. We want We
0: Where is Facebook that's Live horrible. when you need it is? That's, um, that's how the song goes, right?
2: Frightening. Uh, frightening.
3: Uh, yeah, would be uh, the word uh, for
2: that. <laughs> <ahem>. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> Oh, we like Team Pearson. Right. Our this entourage is... of smallness
3: I didn't I didn't hear this voice until several months into our relationship because it probably wasn't gone well if that came out first.
2: That's okay.
0: We but got, it was still before
4: you got married, we right? We got
0: extra voices here. That was Lisa. She's my wife. She is also part of the podcast Grace Space. So check that out. And we have Tanya, Jeff's wife, and we're gonna be talking to them in a minute or four. But we have some feedback. I was going to have you read it, but I just realized I'm in front of the computer. And your, your wife should read it because yeah, that's she what can she read just
4: it. said, I guess, if I can that's what we are. Oh, <laughs> We should leave. I can toot your
3: horn.
0: Which, which horn, though?
4: Which... Wait, Scott's
0: horn my horn? <laughs> we, sh- we should leave.
3: The podcast horn.
0: Okay. Where's that located? Never mind. Yeah, just keep searching. Let's move on. All
3: right. <laughs> Moving along.
0: So a couple five-star reviews. You could start with that one.
3: Oh, and I was going to let you know that last time you've read one review twice.
0: Oh, okay. Well, it was an important review.
3: (laughs) Okay,
4: there you go. That's how much we love our fans. Oh, yes. That's what it is. Yep.
3: Okay. You got the goods (laughs) is what (laughs) five stars (laughs) by Mr. Dot. Monopoly sixty eight. Sorry. there's some,
4: Monoply.
3: There's some symbols in there. I wasn't getting it. Okay.
4: He he's, he likes the he's must take care of the earth.
3: Sign. Okay. I was gonna anyway. say
4: Yeah, monoply. Anyway. It's a that- I,
3: should I read it word <laughs> as it's written. Read it, read it verbatim. I I being <laughs> listened to all your episodes in the last two weeks. I love how you guys wrestle with tough topics, argue with each other, and hash out your different perspectives. It's refreshing. I can't have my face right in front of this and read the computer. It's impossible. Okay, there we go. Can you stop standing behind me? It's making me uncomfortable. He's the boss. Okay. The boss. It's refreshing to hear good, solid guys talking about real-life struggles while sprinkling in some humor. P.S., What's a bro got to do to get some of Zach's homebrew? Oh, good question. Send us your address.
0: Yeah, tweet at us at... Uh,
3: and you can make a donation. Bros Bibles Beer.
0: <laughs> Bros Bibles Beer. Facebook. Another one? Sure, go for it.
3: Curiously Enjoyable by Riri Ricky. Riri. <laughs> That's what it says. It's, I
0: think it's Rikey.
3: Oh, Reary Rikey?
0: Whoever put this is a racist. Likey
3: likey? Okay. <laughs> oh, they this meant really
4: really likey.
3: Likey so. likey. reery righty. Okay,
4: Lisa, that's that's a little harsh. No, not,
3: I'm reading it just as Asian. it's as oh. it's written. Oh, that's what it, That's how it's written. Like R- I'm not being sassy, that's how it's written. R E R E A R Y. R I K E Y. Alright. Alright, Reary okay. Don't drip. <laughs> this is not your normal normal show there's a mix what? of seriousness real discussion disagreements and incredible ab working laughter you don't have to like them but you should
4: mm-hmm. okay, oh well thank you that that's nice that is
0: thanks mr reiki <laughs>
4: that that was rear honest <laughs> feedback thanks for the feedback guys
0: uh r- give us a review and a rate on itunes and we will read it but i'll say up front Follow us on Twitter, Bros Bibles Beer. Facebook, Bros Bibles Beer. The website is BBBPod.com. And what else? Yeah, do if you're listening, just rate us, review us, like us. We've actually had a surge. Thanks, I'm not going to say any numbers, but we've had a recent surge in listenership, and part of that is because of the recent reviews. So, any reviews uh, we get is going to be awesome from you guys.
4: And girls, bros and babes, we love you. We do. That's that's a serious statement. Well, so not much going on in the news, I guess. Um, it's been kind of quiet. Uh, well, like, except for like the election and you know the U.S. bombing Syria and helicopters getting shot down. Spreading freedom. That um, just happened recently? And fires in California. Uh, you know, just normal. I mean, it's normal. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not... Normal. Trump wondering if we...
0: Why can't we use the nukes?
4: Allegedly, yeah. Um, that, that could be because we already made them, so using them really wouldn't cost all that much money, and it would just kind of solve the problem pretty quick. Yeah. So I, I, I see his logic. Definitely. That's Scott at BrosBiblesBeer dot com.
3: Who are you voting for? Well, that's a
4: good question um, that I have posed to myself many times. And right now, I don't think I'm voting. I, I think they are they are both just completely terrible.
2: The comedian last night said it great. He said Hillary's like your mean grandma, and God, Trump is nice. a, your crazy uncle that crazy just says crazy drunk uncle crazy drunk uncle that just says whatever they want to say.
1: Yeah, and good. that joke. And this is going to be our last drunk uncle goes. Election hey, ever. you know everybody, get out and vote for your last president of the yeah. United, of the States, United States of America. <laughs> nice, yeah. it was awesome.
3: What about the liber- Libertarian, Johnson? Do you know much about him? Scott no. likes Johnson.
0: Mm-hmm. I would say Scott probably likes Johnson a lot. Um, I'm not sure what he's going to do with that, but I mean, I'm just guessing, Jeff. Um, are you, Scott, Scott he, said he wasn't going to vote, I thought. Does Scott love Johnson or does he like Johnson?
4: Answer wisely, Jeff. I think that's a question for Scott. I Scott, do you or do you not love Johnson? I'm not familiar enough with Johnson to handle him correctly. I
3: think Zach's making an innuendo. By the way, mm, mm. I don't see it. No, Me.
0: I'm talking about Gary Johnson, the political candidate. So Gary Richard Johnson <laughs> is that his middle name? I never, I haven't sure heard that before. <laughs> sure? Yeah, I'm just gonna, for the record, let's just go for it. Yeah, Gary. they call him
4: Pee Wee for short because he's junior. Um, yeah. Okay. His dad's Big
1: Johnson. So, <laughs>
4: so <laughs>
1: you know, guys, I thought we got rid of the first seventeen podcast talks.
4: <laughs> people people are liking it. You face. guys are
2: men. Those jokes are always going to be here. Oh.
1: That's it's no. We've always. had we've had meeting after meeting about this kind of talk. We've had focus groups. <laughs> enough is enough. Yeah, that's what they all say. No more. Can
3: I ask you seriously? Do you know anything about...
1: Johnson? Johnson.
3: (laughs) Can you give us details, please? G. Johnson.
1: All right. You guys. How tall is he? We'll have another meeting tomorrow, but continue.
4: I I don't know anything. Can
3: I ever ask that question seriously? (laughs) I don't
4: know. I don't know. All right. No, I haven't... haven't, um, (laughs) I <laughs> haven't looked at Johnson in, at all. <laughs> a long Did I time. say that already? <laughs> um, I, I don't know anything about him. I I haven't done any research. Uh, I've I've kind of just given up for now on this whole thing. I got important. I got other important stuff to think about. Um, As in, uh, like you know, just trying to you know get get the old career going. Uh, I might have to call it an old career. You know, normal.
3: Yeah, do you get a um, what do you call it? Raise, promotion, no, promotion. Thank you.
4: I did. I did. I got a got a slight promotion. Yes. Yes. So that's pretty good. Be switching switching rules a little bit. Um, but I also have the uh you know the youth, or young adult Bible study uh that I need to study for every once in a while. Well, we do it every week. Molding minds. Yes. So I have that, and then I've been starting. starting Why is
3: Jeff hiding his face, laughing away from the microphone? Jeff,
4: he doesn't think I'm capable of teaching a young adult Bible study. I guess I I don't don't know. know.
1: Sorry, how did you infer from her comments that I? Because you were looking away from the microphone, laughing. Okay, I was thinking of a comment. Big Johnson still, or uh, (laughs) actually, see, my wife knows me so well.
0: No, it was a kids' Bible
1: study mostly. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> which is why I didn't say anything.
4: So I, yeah, I got those you know things to think about. I started exercising, uh, so that takes up some time now too. But not that important. If if no one was taking up the cause, you no know, one speaking out, I maybe I would feel the need to. But I think people are speaking out about it, uh, pointing out the candidates and their past. So I, I think I think that history is getting out there. So I don't feel the need that I would. Cool. Yeah. Yes.
3: Yeah, so the only problem is I have been thinking about, I'm not voting either, but I think there's a lot of people saying that. And if all those people voted for the third candidate, I'm not going to say his name again, that we actually might be able to give him some momentum.
4: said if you don't say his name, people won't know who to vote for.
3: I think I've said it many times. There's a already. fourth
4: one, Jill Stein,
0: Green Party. She's coming up hot and heavy to uh, compete with Johnson. So let's leave the politics aside because we have uh, some guests coming up that are more in that vein, as it were. So <laughs> we'll uh, we'll leave that aside. Stupid. Moving on, <laughs> Jeff, Zach, Tanya, Zach. Do you take this man <laughs> again?
2: Of course. I would. I was say, over Maybe. and
4: over. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Over and over. Oh, that makes me feel so and good. And over again.
0: Jeff and Tony have an awesome story that is a terrible beginning. Well, awesome. Oh, don't beginning. give it away. Don't give the end away. Okay. They're still married, although barely. How about that?
1: <laughs> That's not even close. <laughs> so, All right,
0: Jeff barely. and Tony, why don't you tell us your story? Um, it's very fascinating. I think it provides a lot of insight to people that every marriage you know has some struggle here and there and some a lot more than others and what you guys have been through and what you over how you started and what you've overcome is something that makes me proud to be honest for once i'll be honest and say i'm proud of you jeff <laughs> and tanya so why don't you guys
1: go through and i talk. Thought, i thought it was gonna be just a great thing for my pride you'd be like i'm just proud to call you my friend oh no god no <laughs>
2: Well, Wait, do you have to say that you're we me wouldn't be where we are <laughs> today if it wasn't for all of you guys, though. So for all of our friendships that we've made yeah. have come brought us along. No,
1: way. I totally agree. There's a silver lining to our travels on this path. Definitely. So
0: how, how does what you guys have now get started?
1: You mean from the beginning? Take or? us back. You go first. Okay um with us or and just
0: if you sidestep some of the dirt i'm gonna punch you in the throat <laughs> I'll, I'll hit your wife too <laughs> okay
2: <laughs> watch out because okay, i've never i've actually never <laughs> felt <does> hit back.
1: <laughs> i've never felt an anger inside you of me when notes? talking with you zach but i do right
2: now why don't you get your
1: notes yeah, Jeff? so uh, maybe just a little bit of my background Um, For the first 11 years of my life, I had a little house on the prairie family. And for those of you that are under 35, it's okay. Look it up or something. Um, It was just the perfect ideal family. And it was me, my sister, my dad who worked and my mom who's a stay-at-home mom and just a vibrant um, personality. She just had so, she has so much life. And so for 11 years, perfect life. And then... My parents divorced, and my parents went through a bunch of uh, marriages and divorce. I think my mom was married at least two or three more times and divorced, and my dad got married at least one more time and divorced Um, for a year. I lived with my dad. He moved to Idaho, and really just traveling from mom to dad and, and anybody out there who's been through divorce, you know you're just split. And... Um Just a really crazy time, not good for a kid, and uh, not good for just looking forward. So So
0: that was kind that, of a do you, that set the foundation for you looking for women or how you would treat women or looked
1: at women? Um, my mom had so much um, she was so positive. She was always. Affirming us. I cannot recall a time where my mom said anything negative to me. E- even about your dad? No. Yeah. Um, She always said, you know, you have such a good father. And she, I mean, she's amazing. I mean, she's, she's, she's really uh, tired and, and not sick, but she had some surgery. And she's at our house right now, Um watching over our kids. And she, you know, took us to dinner. i as far as I'm concerned, she's, I mean, there's God and my mom's like right there. And she came from a uh, family where her mom was a devout Catholic and, and served and worked at a hospital and took care of people. And, I just remember her giving me cookies with dollar bills for however old I was. And she sent it across the country to Nebraska from California. And it, it was always, it's always been. So she has
4: that kind, caring heart. Oh, oh yeah.
1: Amazing. She takes care of she's people. Amazing. And when she walks in a room, she just lights, lights it up with her energy and her
2: life. She's very positive.
3: And she's, she goes by Kiki for her grandkids <laughs> oh, yeah. and everybody, she's everybody's Kiki. Like, mm-hmm. if you're there, she's grandma to you. Like, I that's Kiki. how she operates. She's <laughs> phenomenal.
1: So that's really I where I got my foundation was um, my my mom pretty much is just... You can take on anything. And I think at some point, you know, my dad said, you just find something you love to do. Um, you'll never regret another day of your life um, if you find that. And so... Even though my parents were divorced, um, I had a foundation. However, you know there's consequences to uh, divorce, especially at 11 years old, um, that impact the rest of your life, or can impact the rest of your life.
0: Well, they do in some way or another. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of what what you make of that. So, Tanya, what about you?
2: Yeah, my background. I came. I have a family who I have. One sister and two brothers, and my parents are still married. They were married my whole life. Um, We grew up in the church, going to church, Bible studies, youth group, all that great stuff. I don't think my parents were 100% following the Lord, but they wanted us kids too. So we were involved in all that stuff. I had great friends. My childhood was great. I remember always camping and doing outdoor activities and always traveling. And My parents did the best they could for with what they had and what they knew of how to be parents. Don't think it was perfect. My I felt it was. I mean, when I look back, I think my childhood was perfect. I don't have any negative thoughts or feelings of my childhood.
1: Your parents are they're just kind of in the moment. What's next? Hey, this is fun. Let's go camping type of people. And they accept you for who you are. Mm -hmm. And they're actually when you get very genuine with them, which our story was very real and genuine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever I never realized the output of love and acceptance that I felt when they first saw our story um, video and I listened to a message. It was a phone message for my dad. Mm -hmm. Just tell, tell Tanya, you know, we love you guys. And I was like, wow.
2: Yeah. My dad called you, not me. Yeah. I think
1: that was Mm -hmm. amazing and affirming. And it was just the capacity. I think we, I think a lot of times I underestimate people and my insecurity, but, um, yeah, your parents are, they're they do the best they can, but they're amazing mm-hmm. people in what they do.
2: They're my goofy parents, <laughs> and I am the way I am because of them.
1: So. I love
4: that. So you see a lot, or maybe not a lot, but some of some of your mannerisms or the way you act around people, you, you can, can you see that in your parents?
2: Yes. My dad's a big goofball, and my mom's always... <laughs>
1: oh, say it, say it. <laughs>
2: She's my OCD mom, but my dad's OCD too. No, just wanting everything to be perfect and wants everyone to be happy. So I feel I'm the same way. Like I want everyone to be happy. I'm the middle child number three. So I always want everything equal and perfect for everybody where Jeff's number one. And he's like, what? who cares about everybody else? I get it all to myself.
1: Oh, well, okay. <laughs> 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 and I'm
2: you definitely, here
0: we
1: I'm, go. I'm definitely a firstborn and I'm a middle and you right. Child. I mean, <laughs> I'll never forget listening to uh, was some focus on the family episode and they were talking about, um, if you're firstborn or middle mm-hmm. or last and um, I can't
2: believe you mentioned focus on the family. Sorry. <laughs> They're the reason why we're still <laughs> married by the way.
1: Yeah. Um, Anyway, they're just firstborns. We just lead. And uh, you, you know, you're the middle child. And reinforce for your mother, it sounds like we're, you know, just everything's got to be perfect. That, yeah, and I'm not perfect.
3: So I have a question about middle child. Um, I'm not a middle child, I'm the baby. But Zach is the middle child. And it seems that in his family, he has a way of communicating with his family differently than the other siblings can. Do you experience that as the middle child as well?
2: Yes, I do. I feel like I'm the I'm the middle child, but I feel like all my siblings come to me for the advice and I am definitely the
0: And you know sign language
2: too? I do. <laughs> I do. Oh, so
0: awesome.
2: how many languages do you speak?
0: Four. Seventeen. Four? Seventeen. That's what I was going to
2: say. Yeah. I just they always I feel like I'm the oldest. When it comes to like my sister's older than me, my brother's older than me, than me but I feel I'm the oldest one because they always come to me, which I love. I, I, it makes me feel great that they trust me and come to me. And even like a few years ago, my siblings gotten a little fight. I wasn't there, but one of them had mentioned this would have never happened if you would have been here because you would have, nobody talks like that around you or nobody does this around you, but I don't know why that is. I just don't. So are
3: you kind of the peacemaker? Yes. Definitely the peacemaker. Yeah, Zach's the same exact person mm-hmm. in his family.
1: I'll go on.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just want everything. Well, I thi- happy. I, I just. I think there's equal. a
1: respect though for who you are and what you represent with as a, a woman and a mom and a wife. So I think there's a there's definitely a healthy respect when if you had right. been there. Right. They would have been like that wouldn't have happened it's all, i mean not like you're their you know their parents mm-hmm. but you know there's a right. a leadership a good leadership quality
2: right and even like my brothers and my dad they all cuss and have potty language but when i'm there and my kids they won't do that
1: unlike but, this podcast <laughs> well,
2: no i think it's because i've also mentioned it to you like hey
1: don't do it <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay
2: but back to potty language so when jeff first met me i cussed all the time i was like a trucker and he hated it, but I would do it on purpose because I knew that would piss him off, which made it even Oh, when we were better. first married. She's when your we sexy mother trucker. Oh, really? But then now you're the trucker. It flipped, and now you cuss all the time. Come and then, on, like, honey, in get, prayer. get in and the cab. In Let's prayer. go. Anyways, I don't know where that flipped.
0: Especially in prayer. Fuck <laughs> you, Satan. Get behind me, you <laughs> How did exactly. you know my prayer?
1: That was amazing. Cast you out, you <laughs>
0: Good okay.
3: Nice. Okay. So let's <laughs> go back. Let's go back to when you met. Don't look at I life. did Talk not
4: that. say
2: that. I think we need to. Okay. Are you done with your like blabbering covers.
4: on?
0: Just say it. Yes. <laughs> How did this train wreck start? <laughs> not this current train wreck. The former one. Yes. the The train wreck that was your wedding day. How did you guys meet? Build into that. How briefly. Did
1: Thank you.
2: So before, let me rewind before I met Jeff. Um, I was married before Jeff and it was not a marriage based off of faith or God or anything. I think we pretended it was, it wasn't, but it was mainly just from, I've been in lots of unhealthy relationships, one unhealthy relationship to another. And I have had not so great experiences with men. And I think when I met, the person that I first married was an out of where I was before as well. He was very wealthy, and he had a house and a car and all that f- stuff. And I'm 21, so it was my perfect way to get out of living in apartments with girlfriends. And in a way, I felt I was just playing a game of life. So I got married, and then I met Jeff about that's a year like into that's such a natural
0: thing <laughs> so you're you were married for a year before you met jeff
2: oh yes about a little over a year
0: and was that just just drinking partying traveling traveling the world do you want to say what your husband did
2: um yeah he was he was a con- he built houses he was a construction worker he rode motocross and he was a fisherman at in cabo like a I don't know if it's called professional. Like,
1: like yeah. He did
2: bass fishing and also saltwater fishing. Hmm. So he traveled a lot and was, and we went to Cabo all the time, huh. once a month, probably we were there or there's times I didn't go cause I was in school. So I stayed, but when I stayed, he didn't want me to stay home alone. So he'd have me stay with all his friends and yeah, his male friend, all his male friends his and bada
4: bing, bada, yeah. Boom.
2: And he, no, I'm sure knew, no. I obviously didn't tell him, but there was one person in particular he always wanted me to stay with. And I was always with him. And that was just all the time, all the time. So, so
0: you cheated, you cheated yes. on your husband? Mm-hmm.
2: Lots of times. All the time.
0: And it was, was that unspoken? So you're, you're saying your husband probably knew.
2: Pretty sure. When I told him, cause finally Jeff convinced me to tell him everything. Not that I was with Jeff while we were married, But with, I told Jeff all my stories. And when I told him, he said he knew. But during the situation, I think he may have, but he pretended he didn't know. And he would, I don't know if he didn't care or he just wanted me to be happy. So he was ever, whatever makes her happy, then go for it. Not my greatest days of who I was. I don't think, I think I felt that was my identity of just, that's all guys wanted me for. And I think it's because of, previous unhealthy relationships that made me feel that's all I was good for. So might as well.
0: You, you ran with it. Were you a willing participant or what were you, did you feel dragged along with that?
2: Um, I was willing uh, before I was married. My pre, like back when I was in high school, there was an incident with a person that was not willing and, I didn't know it wasn't at the time because I didn't really say anything. I just kind of went with it because I was scared. And at the same time thought, well, this person likes me. He's attracted to me. So this is must, this must be love or this must be what a relationship is supposed to be. And so I think from that situation, my view of how relationships were, were all wrong and I had no self-worth, no value. I just was, I was just that person, and even like when I was, ma- excuse me, married, um, people were always like, "Oh, she's a trophy wife. She's the one that's always on you. She's beautiful, and she's so cute." And so I hate like that. Jeff says that to me all the time, like you're beautiful, and I, I don't like that, and it's weird because well, most people want the to the be hook. told that. Good job, Jeff Hoffler. <laughs> but it, it, I don't like to know that because I feel that's what I was, and I don't want to be that. Yeah, yeah,
3: that triggers an identity with woundedness. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: uh, that's
0: that's gotta be rough for you, Jeff.
1: <laughs> it's very rough because when you hear my story in terms of like my mom being so affirming, when I look at my wife, I want to only say, you know, you're beautiful. Don't don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> you're beautiful, and
2: I don't think it's b- when he's like, oh, you're so hot. That's when I'm like. Mm. Um, I don't want to be that. I'm not that. (laughs) Right. Okay.
1: It's uh, it's a tough walk, um, for me even today. But yeah,
0: she did. I mean, she's still right. She's still got that.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So
0: that was leading into when you met Jeff. You guys were in class
1: together. Right. We through that. We both went. We were in the teaching program, and at uh, Cal State and. Um, I guess I had, I had, I had, uh, gone for, um, elementary school teaching, which I'm a sixth grade teacher presently. And, um, I remember being in the class and it was like 30 women and like, all maybe, women, teachers, all women. And <laughs> then me, and I, I will never forget seeing her uh, legs, I'm like I'm. It's just I've like I three. I mean like three seats in front of me, one row over. I'm like, oh my gosh, wow, what the lady has so incredible in head, legs. You say gosh, <laughs> <laughs> holy, holy cow, Batman! Look at those legs. Golly. golly. Yeah, gee. and I didn't
2: see. He came in late to the class, hmm. but then the teacher. Wait, were, I was no. late. Yes, of course. Never, and all the profe- you know, they say hey, you take name call, and then I just hear a voice in the back here. I'm like, what? Who? There's a man in here? What the hell? But his voice is so distinct and it's deep, and I'm like, mm. so of course I was like, oh, where's that coming got, from?
1: Yeah, I'm here, it's right over here. <laughs> he's got
0: a face for so radio, <laughs> but he's definitely got a voice for radio. <laughs> it's the classic rip and compliment, Jeff.
1: I fell off a tree. <laughs>
4: That's not true. So then you're both superficially attracted to each other, and then what happens? Right.
2: Okay. So <laughs> is I. Great segue. No. Okay. So in this situation, I'm already like, I already have affairs all the time. So this, this is one more person I can get. But he <laughs> would like run away from me. So I'm like, what the heck? I had to chase him, and he would not give me the time of day. Did so to me, it was.
4: Do you think he was playing for the other team?
1: No. She even tried. She even tried to hook me up with her friend. Yes.
2: And my sister, I'm like, my sister is single <laughs> with a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: delete. And I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> inherit kids. Um, <laughs> but I remember us going out, and
2: well, it took a while. I had to like chase you,
1: right? We day. would meet. We would meet. And then, like,
2: why is this guy not? We'd meet whammy. at this Mexican
1: restaurant. You would tell me your, All stories. your my stories, and <laughs> I was intrigued by your stories because I'd never heard, like, I'd never <laughs> been around anybody like you and what is, this, you
2: said you told me the other night what you're like it was crazy he's like you scared like me. like just here.
1: listening i'm like wow it was like being out in the ad, you know adventuring out in the lions and tigers <laughs> and, and, and bears i would just tell
2: you all my this stories is this is crazy
1: like
4: like reading a good
1: book no god no <laughs> It was like what? It was just ridiculous stories. I'm like, this is not the way to live life. I know I've lived a a horribly solemn life and I've um I just I did my thing in coaching and stuff like that for many years and
3: soccer coaching. Right.
1: And so you're already old. <laughs> would you get my walker for me, Scott? <laughs> I think at you. this
2: time I'm twenty three and you were yeah. thirty.
1: Thirty, thirty-one, One. somewhere in there. We'll call it thirty-one. That's so right. I was like,
2: "Oh, he's older. Who is this guy? Why doesn't he like me? Why do I have to work so hard for this? This is not normal."
1: And really, that why was... is
2: he not chasing me?
1: So this goes back. Why does he shave his legs? <laughs> not true. This goes back to the the brokenness of going through, you know, my parents being divorced, and really being insecure. And constantly wanting to tell sarcastic jokes, which I still do to this day and can't rid myself of it. And, but the insecurities and the passiveness, and that's what I brought. And I'm, f- I'm fairly certain that somewhere in there, Tanya sniffed my passiveness and an ability to mm-hmm. control and, Anyway,
2: Right. Well, my where I was in my life at that time, I just, that's all I wanted to do was, it was almost like revenge. I just wanted to get back at every man that had ever hurt me. And so I wanted people I could control. So my first husband, super easy to control. He was sweet and kind and he, um, I'm pretty sure he loved me and was, he had his best interest for me, but we had, it was just, so I could control him. And I had the whole thing was, my control and then right. when
1: so there's a perfect example where you're like he had my best interest stay with my male friend at home and i'm like this is ridiculous like this the the reality is not the reality that i know mm-hmm. so i was really at that time looking at you is really completely broken even though i didn't use those words i'm like this woman is completely lost weak And has no structure whatsoever in terms of like moving forward. It's a train wreck. And who am I?
2: Well, and I drank all the time. I mean, I think I drank a lot because I figured that would cover up who I knew who I really was. But I felt if I drank and the stuff I did, I could blame it on that saying, oh, I was drunk. That really wasn't me. When I even if you're drunk, you know what you're doing, but you feel like you can blame it on that. So I drink all the time. All the time, but I would get drunk, like drunk, drunk, not just where I was like, Oh, I had a drink. It was where I would try to for, like, not remember where mm-hmm. I was, who You're I was. Yeah, totally. And so when I meet Jeff, we Been go there. out and I'm trying, I'm like ordering like six beers and he's like, what? <laughs> he didn't had a drink in his life. So that was new to me. I'm like, what, why is this guy doesn't drink? He's not trying to have sex with me. What is, who is this person? So that definitely intrigued me and I felt safe with him. I felt I could tell him all my stories and I could be with him and he would not do anything to me.
3: It also sounds like he was like a bit of a challenge for you too.
2: Totally. So I'm like this is fun. Jeff. Was,
3: this is
4: interesting. Jeff, did you want to have sex with her or you were just weren't even thinking that you were just more like just this is just a friendship type of thing. Well, I mean, actually... Okay, I remember... saw her legs and... I remember...
1: Yeah, exactly. I remember telling... So the answer is yes. Somewhere down the road, the answer was yes. I I lost my train of thought. Thinking about her legs, I know. (laughs) Focus. (laughs) (laughs) Focus.
4: Well, we went
2: out. I tried to introduce you to my friend. I introduced you to... <clears throat> I tried to hit you up. Yeah, and forget the friend. You didn't even the look friend. at her yeah. the whole time.
1: Didn't even matter. I was looking straight at her. I'm like, my it goodness. It was the three
2: of us. Like, Let's go out. I was,
1: so in, I was so intrigued. It was just like complete, like you're, you're saying, like, I've never known anybody right. like this. And I'm thinking the exact same thing. I've never known anybody like this woman. Anyway, at some point, we ended up going out to another place. And we, well, we would
2: go out right after class because right. we had tons of classes together. So we would do homework together. That's what I was saying, oh. but I really wanted more, and you she would did not give quote, me the time to
0: Symbol for the listener. Homework. <laughs> Homework.
2: And we would go out, and we would go to bars, and I would order all these drinks, and you wouldn't order anything. You'd order water, or sometimes rum and coke. But you were like, "What?" And I was like, "What? You don't drink?" I'd never been hung out the guy who did not drink.
1: I didn't drink heavily. I would have like a drink.
2: Or you, you would have the rum and cokes or the the blue drinks, the fruity pebble those sugary were <laughs> drink.
0: my how you've grown and now there you're <laughs> podcast and I'm like where's the beer centered around drinking
1: anyway I think there was there was one there was one night where we finally uh, as luck would have it I we was, went out to another bar I was I was absolutely we had two or three gone. blue drinks yeah and they they're a mixture of a lot of they're alcohol they're called
2: the MFs or yeah. the anyway. sexy
1: mother yes no, they, those was, drinks no I'm not even yes, sure yes it was that. well so God I knows. am gone and we're in front of a dartboard and I don't know if it was, this is me making my move, but it was terrible. And I'm like, what'd you say? Hey, if, worked, I, if, if I hit the bullseye and I hit I the bullseye, then I get to kiss you. And I stood behind that line and threw that dart like I've never thrown a dart before. And I nailed yeah. that uh, bullseye. Oh. Bullseye, like the first My throw. Oh, gosh. Wow. Next thing I know, we were French kissing.
2: French, <laughs> not just kissing, you know, French kissing. I don't know the last time I've heard
0: that phrase, French
1: kissing. Well, we were
2: sloppily kissing.
1: I can't even get a French kiss hardly Lappy. these days. Oh. Oh. oh,
2: wow. Wow. I okay, hate so kissing. We'll get there.
1: Yeah.
4: Wow. Um,
2: so everybody can hear that.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> clearly, Jeff, can you clearly hear that? Hear what? Um, doesn't matter. I don't care. <laughs> um, so you yep. hit the bullseye. So you felt like
1: a stud, even though you were wasted. I well, yeah. Anytime you hit the bullseye, and that's what. Yeah. Th- that's what you are going to uh, get as a reward. Like, Oh my (laughs) gosh, I get to kiss you. You're, Oh my gosh, she's going to go through with it. And she did. And it was fantastic. And I'm like, that was, that was the moment that pretty much was the catalyst to the next, it wasn't even a year, but it (laughs) was crazy. It was like
2: two months of craziness. How long before you were engaged? (laughs) <laughs> <I have> no <laughs> idea times so, so
3: other things happened i'm yeah. still married changes, by it. the way yeah, yeah i was going to actually at though. this point
1: no you i was still married We were married
2: so now at this point i'm like okay this the marriage i'm in is a joke i went to vegas one last time with my husband and our million friends that we would go with and jeff i at the time was still talking to you or we would talk and anyways that trip was crazy there was a bunch of people who I don't even remember lots of couples lots of people drinking partying and I just remember a bunch of of the guys like other women's husbands everyone was married trying to get everyone to be swingers at this place where we were and I was like what is this this is weird and at the time my friend's brother was with me thank god if it wasn't for him I don't know what would have happened but he was like uh uh-uh, come with us stay over here and At the time, the husbands were all buying drinks for all of us ladies. And after like four drinks, my friend's brother was like, stop drinking. They're putting stuff in your drinks. And I was like, what? No, they're not. But I don't remember ever leaving that club. I don't remember anything except for all of us going. And I remember looking at my husband, and he went in the room with everybody else. And I went with my friend's brother and his wife, or girlfriend at the time. And I woke up, and then I remember the drive home that morning was just... Quiet, And in my head, the whole time I'm thinking, this is ridiculous. This has to, I cannot live my life like this. I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to college to be a teacher. I cannot do this. So I didn't say one word to my husband. I remember coming home and going straight to him. I'm pretty sure I told you the whole story. And then you were like, you need to tell him everything. So I went back home and I sat down and I told my husband at the time, Everything I had done, all the people I'd been with, and that this last weekend, Drew, I don't know what he did, and this was ridiculous. And his response was, well, it's fine. As long as on the outside, everybody knows we're perfect. It's, nobody will know. It's fine. You can keep doing what you're doing, and I'll keep doing what I'm doing. And
0: Perception is reality.
2: And wow. even sitting down with our parents, his parents said the exact same thing. Like, we've been married this many years wow. and we are nobody knows how things are. And I just remember thinking, wow, that's their response. And that made me even think even more that this was definitely needed to end. Th- and that's the
4: reality. That's what their I don't know if I want to say worldview, but mm-hmm. that's their perception of mm-hmm. what, what, like, it's life okay. Is. Things will go
2: on on the, nobody will know on the outside. We look perfect. And so I was really good at that. Definitely really good at playing the I'm perfect. Nobody knows my true self. Definitely good at hiding. That was perfect. I mean, I was, nobody knew I was doing the stuff I was doing. And then Jeff, I think, called me at the time. And when I went home to pack all my stuff to leave, he had blocked my car in the driveway. And Jeff said, you know, things are going to get heated (laughs) and you need to leave. And I was like, no, he would never do anything because he's so this guy would never do anything. So he didn't, but he got angry and was throwing all my stuff outside. And of course, Jeff calls. And I think he even had a phone call conversation with him on the phone. And he just said, do you know what love is? Or do you even love her? Like I do. That's all I remember hearing, but I'm thinking, okay, person, if you really loved me, you would have not let the stuff happen that has happened with all these men that you threw into my life that I don't know if he knew, but I'm pretty sure he did. So that's where I was. And so then we, I went forward with, and we had no kids, no nothing. I didn't want anything. I didn't want the house. I didn't want the car. I didn't want the animals. I didn't want his money. Although his dad freaked out and thought I was going to take all their money. I didn't. I was like, I don't want anything. So his dad helped me get an apartment and a car. And then I signed the papers and it was easy because we didn't have anything. We'd have to go to court. It was literally like online papers. And then I think it took six months for it to be finalized. So now the papers are in, we're done. And so now I pursued Jeff. I think I even, I think he moved in with me like really quick. Or you would spend the night all the time because I don't want to be home alone.
1: Uh, somewhere, right? Based he, on
2: the dartboard. <laughs> yeah. It just y- went from there. You guys were chambered. We hadn't had, had, had sex yet. But, Once the papers were in. I don't know about that. I got the cat. He got the dog. Right. And then so you know, I all of a sudden I,
1: I don't know. I don't know about that. I think... Everybody that we hadn't had sex? Yes. <laughs>
2: um, we had sex before the papers were in? Uh,
1: yes. It's, you know, it's all a blur, but within that time frame... From the kissing to... Right. The kissing to um, getting pregnant. Whoa. Yeah, I think we got pregnant uh, got the first pregnant time we had sex. Having, from kissing?
2: <laughs> uh, pretty much. We look Watch at each out, other when we get pregnant.
1: Right. Never play darts, kids. <laughs>
2: no, yeah, I the first time we ever had sex, I think we got pregnant.
0: Yes. Jeff, you do realize that's what happens.
2: But the crazy thing was to me was how is this possible? I've had sex with tons of people, never gotten pregnant before. I mean, even with my husband, we never had any protection for the whatever time we were married never got pregnant so i wasn't even worried and we had protection but he would always take it off
1: we're getting very I detailed yes the way that she just looked at you i'm and said sure the listeners, listeners the list be really like, connecting right now it's
2: very oh, this is too tight I'm gonna take okay it off. let's we don't no.
3: need to get into
1: this this is not really <laughs> <the big laughs> part it's of our loose, story though right
3: anyways the
2: listeners
0: did. are trying <laughs> to connect
3: so you got pregnant early on we did yet, what thank happened you lisa after that
0: <laughs> what more don't worry guys, questions. I'll edit that out. <laughs>
3: Please don't. Yeah, right. He won't edit any of it out. <laughs> Liar.
1: Right. So <laughs> So now we're pregnant. So me... so okay, so, so we It's
3: like two months. Right. And so you're the pregnant. divorce
2: is not even final. Nothing. But it's in the pro process. Whatever.
1: I mean, you're married. The pay, who cares? I mean, it this is so it's so messed up. And we get pregnant and
2: do you remember when I, the day that I found out, do you remember that day? No. I just remember, I don't know why I even, I don't think I was even late. I just took one of the tests. I had one and I'm like, what? it showed up right away. The two little lines. I was like, holy crap.
1: I mean, I've, we've been through so many little lines in our life <laughs> now.
2: <laughs> but that I just remember showing you and we both were like, oh my gosh, this is not good. Your career with coaching all these right. young women and I'm... Girls, girls.
1: I ran a club, a soccer club of all, it was an all-girls soccer club, and um, you were supposed to be a role model, right? And that's where I was stuck. Like things need to look, mm-hmm. on like the what up would people up.
2: say? I mean, my divorce is not final. My parents don't even know you. It would just look horrible. So our only choice was to have an abortion. That was what we both felt was. I think inside deeply, I felt I don't want to, but if he says that's what we need to do, then that's. Where I know he stands. So I asked him, and that's what his response was. So then I said, Yeah, that's what I want to do.
0: At the time, how difficult was that?
2: It was very or, difficult. Or was it for not me. that difficult? No, it was. It was not what I was hoping he would say. Deep down inside, I was hoping he said, No, okay, let's keep it and get married. Everything will be great. And he didn't. That wasn't his first response. His first response was, What is everyone going to think?
1: Yeah, what were you thinking, Jeff? I was thinking of covering myself and you know i didn't feel like i was financially sound or in the right place and so i i been I mean this. i was
2: definitely worried about what people would think especially my family and friends and it just would not look good so i was on board with it obviously i didn't want to but when that's what his first choice was i knew okay that's where his heart is then that's what i need to do
4: mm-hmm. now at this time I don't know if you mentioned it earlier, but were you, either of you believers at this time?
1: I was not.
2: I was. I've been a believer my whole life. I think at this point in my life, I was not following. I was so far. It was like the college years. When everyone goes to college, they tend to go away for a little bit and have fun. And I just felt, I was, I don't think, I felt I was unworthy enough to, because I was doing things I knew I wasn't supposed to be doing and that were not right so there's no way I could keep doing, I, I'm, I'm not a, I can't be this way. I can't go to church cause I'm not welcome there. I'm not, I'm horrible. So I didn't go, I didn't connect with, I didn't stay with those friends. I, I was just kept Was that a perception
0: uh, like not going to church? Was that something that you actually felt from them f- from specific attitudes or language, or was it more your assumption?
2: I think it was my assumption. And a lot of my ex-husbands and I, we had a lot of same friends and a lot of people took his side because they knew we were divorcing because I had an affair because I said that and I told everybody that's what I was, I was not faithful. So I, a lot of my friends stopped being my friend. So I had to, I felt like on Catch Me If You Can with Leonardo DiCaprio, like I kept running and just being someone new. So then when I found Jeff, and he coached soccer. I hung out with all the parents who didn't know who I was.
1: It was just a good place to hide.
0: Yeah, fresh slate, sort of.
2: Yeah, they didn't know my name. They didn't know anything. So I could make it all up. Like, this is who I am.
1: Yeah, and I think going through... Um, deciding to have an abortion, um, that was just, as I look back, it's a complete, um, you know, I've, I've come to realize that I was really responsible for a woman and, and I took the steps to enable her to have an abortion and, she was probably look. in fact, I know she was looking to me for leadership and a choice that would lead to something good. And, and she probably completely trusted me and had, was very hopeful and felt like she was going to, you know, something that was a lot better and something she had never known before. And in that moment, when I say, no, let's go in this direction and you know we're not ready for this and i this is not going to look good um that just tore it tore her apart i know tore her heart apart and it just left um just a bridge burning
0: all right is at the time at the time were you aware of that or was that not even on your radar like that's something for you now you can look back and and see that definitely ripped her apart But did you see it at the time?
1: I'm not sure. Um, My parents raised me a certain way that that would not be the choice that I would make. And I took a very easy road. And I'm not. It was
2: definitely a selfish road for both of us. Yeah.
1: And I'm not sure I thought, I'm not sure I thought twice about it. I just Mm -hmm. thought, well, she go she go along with this? And once again, I was into my passive role of, yeah, this is, it was just like making some trivial choice, which is absolutely, it makes me sick to think about it now. Well, I
2: think what I trusted, I totally felt so safe with you. And when that was his response, I was like, he's just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. He, again, is just So my walls came up and then that's when I I think started resenting him, but I didn't know I was, I was just going along with what his choice shattered your perception of of who he was. Mm -hmm. That was gone.
4: How how long do you think that that continued into your relationship even after you became believers?
1: Well, there's so much, (laughs) there's so much more before that because a couple Mm -hmm. months later, Uh, Well,
2: the abortion was like the scariest thing in my entire life because I think I almost died. And so there was this pill at the time where you could just, it wasn't even, you had to go anywhere. You just get this pill.
1: (laughs) RU486. I
2: don't know what it was. Yeah. They took it off the market because people were dying from it. But uh, you just insert it in you and you're supposed to just go to sleep. And it should, you have cramps like you're having contraction labor and then you You pass it. Pass it. Yeah. I'll just. And so.
1: I'll never forget laying in bed with you all night long. Mm -hmm. You just shaking and me just holding you. It was like the
2: worst pain I've ever been in my life. And I couldn't, I was shaking uncontrollably. Like he was holding me down to stop from shaking and nothing happened. Nothing came out, nothing. I'm like, ah, I don't think that worked.
1: I'm thinking the whole time thinking, what have I done Mm -hmm. to this woman?
2: So then we had to go in to like, I went to Planned Parenthood by myself. You didn't go with me. I think you dropped me off. And everyone's outside with their signs picketing with babies' heads chopped off saying, if you're a Christian, you won't do this. You won't go in here. And this is horrible. It was so hard to walk in those rooms. But there was the sad thing was you're in this room with like 15 women and we're all in gowns sitting there waiting to go like a conveyor belt waiting to go in and we're all talking. And I remember one lady in front of me, she's like, this is no big deal. I do this every month, this is my, what I use as my um, birth, control. birth control, and this other lady, most of us in there were, this is our first time, so we're all scared to death, and the lady next to, so that lady was like, I do this all the time, it's no big deal, I do it once a month. The other lady on the side, she had three kids at home, and she's like, we just cannot afford a fourth, this is like, we're older, we did not expect this, and I don't, I can't do this, and... Thank God she ended up walking out. She was like, "I can't do this. We, I can't do this." So she left, and then all I remember is like you go in this room, and it's a male doctor, looks like someone from like he's a plastic surgeon or something, and the little female nurses, and she was rubbing my legs, going, "Oh, you have such nice legs." Weird. <laughs> well, what the hell? Here we go. And then she's like, "Don't worry, you're gonna go to sleep, and you wake up, and it's all over." And literally, you go to sleep and you wake up and you're in the recovery room with like 20 other women and everyone's just kind of like droggy, like not even know where we are. And then I couldn't drive home. You had to pick me up, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember. Did you pick me up? I really do not even know. I don't, I remember. don't remember.
1: I don't know.
4: Man, I just cool, remember. It'd be kind of cool to talk to the kid of the lady that walked I know. out. Man. I know. Those picketers had like, <laughs> if that was like the last thing she mm-hmm. remembered. She was so scared. And, and playing she was playing through her mind.
2: She's like, I can't I'm do this, at Zach right? I
4: think he was a little... Anyway, yeah. go yeah. ahead. Sorry. No,
2: that's and that was probably the scariest moment of my life, and the most like where you feel like a piece of shit.
1: Hmm.
4: That's that's a tough decision. I I can't.
1: It's even a really horrible. The... It's a horrible moment, and I really felt like I was completely responsible for the choice that we made, and. I'm like, I've just broken a, a person that was already... I mean, I've shattered a person that was already broken. And then we go... Forward. We never really talked about it. No. Though, ever. It was, never said one word about just it. Got just deleted.
2: Yeah, yep. Probably, like, it didn't happen. Keep going. Let's go
1: yeah. on. Yeah. We move forward a f- few months later, and we were pregnant again.
2: So I had the abortion at nine weeks, because yes. they wouldn't let you... Sorry. I think I called when I knew it. So I was like six or seven weeks pregnant and they said, you can't come in until nine weeks. I don't know why. So at nine weeks is when they will do the abortion. And so this pregnancy, exactly nine weeks, I had the miscarriage.
4: And, and did you, I'm sorry, did you say that you, you went to have another abortion?
2: No. So oh. now this time I'm like, I'm not having abortion again. But at nine weeks, I had a miscarriage. And so I oh. felt this was a punishment. Karma. Mm-hmm. And that I'm never going to be able to have kids. And this is you just felt, what I chose. You felt this like God, that, that God mm-hmm. did that to you?
0: You yes.
1: felt mm.
2: Like this is what happens. When, so it was kind of like payback or you're not going to ever be able to have kids.
1: You felt shame. Yes. And guilt, and, and so then I
2: had to go in again because not all of it came out, and had to do the whole process again mm-hmm. of getting everything out. And it was one of your soccer coach's moms, and she's like, "I, I can't, I won't say anything because it's confidentiality." Well, like, oh, nope. she was actually. She was the lady who had to do the DNC on me. Somebody mm-hmm. I was connected with. Yeah.
4: And you had to tell her that you.
2: Uh, at that point, she didn't know how to. This was just. Because I had a miscarriage I didn't get everything out. But she's like, I won't say anything. Right.
3: But still knowing that they're unmarried yes. and they're and had a oh, miscarriage. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So
4: then oh, then, oh, then, oh were you were you coaching he's the coach coaching, the coach. coaching coach. where I His coached I coached soccer. my own club.
2: You oh. had nine year olds, mm-hmm. like fifteen okay. year olds.
1: Nine to yeah, nine yeah. to seventeen year olds. 17. And I coached high school and ran camps and
2: Every his whole life was soccer. Right, everything. It was
1: just about teaching kids and mentoring kids, and I,
2: yeah,
1: it was. It was just none of it was good and none of it was right. And a couple months later, <laughs> get pregnant again.
2: Do you think we learned For our the lesson? Third, the third time. Third time <laughs> in like two months. This yes. time, this is Christian. <laughs> yes, it's
0: really just fascinating. You know, it's weird that sperm and an egg <laughs> meeting.
2: Well, it's, I still don't yeah. even know why we kept, <laughs> how we did And it's weird because it's like, I don't remember.
4: Having like, sex do we, at all. No,
2: I do, but don't we, didn't we like <laughs> learn our lesson the first freaking time? Like, how is this still happening? And I remember yeah. thinking, what the heck? How is this happening?
4: Two people in the same what room the that are both attracted to but each we, other.
2: I th- we're using protection. darts. I think. <laughs> it all started with the darts.
4: Chef's like bullseye
2: again. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. So, no. so, so now so did though,
4: those two things, though the decision, and then the miscarriage, those are now weighing. On Oh your yeah. Mind.
2: My resentment towards him. Was, H- how
1: was? Go ahead. Finish. Yeah.
2: That's. I just. I didn't even she know it, you. but I that's had tons of resentment and anger, probably hate, but didn't know it you know it was just was there but you you, you, I mean it was
4: focused on because it was all
2: his fault right because he told me to do that I mean I was waiting if he would have said no let's keep it I would have okay but that's what I waited for his response and that's what his response was
4: so Jeff, what did you think about the, the miscarriage Jeff did you have any
1: no it was just honestly it's a moment in time and never did I know it was going through her head. I mean, women, they, I mean, men, we say stuff and we understand. Women, they don't say stuff, and women understand each other when they don't say stuff, and I, body language, and I'm like, I mean, I was so inept when it came to reading um, my wife, and I still...
0: <laughs> picking up the signals? <laughs> well, right. That's a lifelong... I mean,
1: Right, it's a it's a journey.
0: But I
2: didn't <laughs> say anything. I didn't tell any. I didn't even tell my best friends. I didn't tell. I actually didn't have any friends at this point. I everybody stopped talking to. But me, I didn't but know I that didn't was, tell anybody. Yeah, so and I didn't know that me. was.
1: But that's even worse. I not not only did I not know what was going on, um, but you know that not knowing you had so much pain. Tell. Yeah, you had nobody to tell, and you had so much pain. You felt probably like you were just in a prison, and.
0: Could you have told people, like if you had a relationship, if you had a small group of friends where there was complete trust, could you have Yeah, I mean,
2: I still, I mean, my best friend who I, she's still my best friend and she's the one I tried to hook Jeff up with at the beginning. (laughs) She's married now and has kids, but um, I could have told her. I don't know why I didn't. I think I felt so much shame that I didn't want anyone to know that I did that. It was something I wanted to hide because then I could still look like that perfect person on the, and I was super good at showing that. Like, my parents had no idea any of this happened.
3: She hid it for years. Years. (laughs)
2: Years. (laughs) Many years. I mean, up until three years ago was the very, very first time I shared with anybody besides Jeff. And that was such a huge weight lifted off of my shoulders.